Blog Talk Radio. Regressions and Soul Revival. She is also a practicing psychotherapist 
and the founder of the Satu, and I hope I'm saying this correctly, Saku Healing and Arts Center. She's also an author. We're going to spend some time talking briefly about her book entitled Healing Across Dimensions, Transformation Through the Spirit. Well, I know that sounds like something I would talk about. And she's here to help us join in that conversation because it chronicles her ancestral healing practices that she implements in her healing center. So I am so excited today. Of course, I've had the honor of speaking with her. I've had the honor of speaking with her and learning just about how great it is. So I'm going to stop all this talking on my end and invite and welcome this wonderful, wonderful essence, Dr. Sashat. Good morning. Good morning. Greetings, Mariam. How are you? All is well. Thank you. Good. Thank you so good. very much. Yeah. I know this is a busy morning for you, so I thank you again for taking time out to join us here on the program. Absolutely. Yes. And so I, as I told the readers, of listeners, I should say, um, you're going to be in town here in Milwaukee, my hometown, y'all. Yes. And yes, it's cold here, y'all. Yes, it's cold here, y'all. Yes, I'm missing my West Coast Terrace. Yes, I am. <laughs> but I'm honored because I get, I've get i been meeting such warm and um, illuminated um, beings and, and people um, since my time here, and it's really recapturing a new love that I have for my hometown. So you're going to be in Milwaukee this Saturday. Yes. And... Uh-huh. And tell me a little bit about that. What what can we expect? It says you're going to be here doing a book lecture and reception at Timbuktu at 5.30 on Saturday here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Tell us a little bit of what we can expect from that time with you on Saturday. Uh, yes, well, um, I'm going to be presenting on, on my work and some of the um, some of the prophetic messages that I've gotten from the ancestral realms. So I always try to present a mix of uh, of the healing work that I do and what I can do with individuals to really transform them, and then also to share um, just the guidance and messages I get that are, you know, not just for me, but really are to be shared. Um, and, and that's kind of what got me writing as well, because I was really told very clearly, this isn't just for you and your friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is for the mm-hmm. world, you know. So um, so I'll be sharing, and I figured, you know, to, on today's show I would kind of give you a, a taste. And then the whole time I'm in town, I will be available for, um, as you mentioned, the chakra balancing and the and the readings that I do, which I'll explain in a moment. So basically, um, I, I arrive tomorrow morning, Friday morning, and um, yeah, I guess I wouldn't be able to do. I, I would be able to do readings on Saturday and Sunday, and even early Monday. So those okay. three days, and I'll give okay. a number where people can can call. Um, so I thought I would actually share. Um, a couple of the readings so people really get a sense of of I guess how I've been gifted and how I can transform people on an individual level and then um and then give people a taste of the kinds of more universal messages that I get. Excellent. Does that sound good? That does sound good. Of course, look, and of course everyone now will start pushing one because they they like to do that and that's why oh I get bombarded. <laughs> You they're gonna start because they're like, oh, she's gonna do a reading for free. Oh, oh, I'm getting in on oh, this one. Oh my 
goodness. No, no, no. Actually, I I have readings that I have done because the readings that I do, they take, you know, it's it's a good hour. You know, it's very in-depth. But, no, I wanted to share, give kind of an overview of some that I've done in the past so people can experience the whole process. So, um, yeah, so... And just to give an overview, you know, the the three main kinds of readings are, um, you know, I guess as a psychologist, I've been a a clinical psychologist for, uh, you know, about 20 years now. And um, so doing this ancestral work with that background, my thing was always, okay, we're not just kind of sharing past lives for entertainment value, you know. Mm-hmm. This is really to transform your life. So so I really um, approached it with, okay, what is the most significant cause of obstacles in this person's life? You know, that's what I was doing mm-hmm. as a psychologist. So now I do it in the ancestral realms. And when I asked that question, what I would what would happen is I would find myself just dropped into a scene, and it could be it could be medieval Europe, it could be ancient Egypt, it could be you know a couple took place in in Tibet, uh, different parts of Asia. So I'll just be dropped somewhere in some period of time and shown a scene, and I initially didn't even know what was happening, and then soon learned that oh, I'm actually seeing this person's past life. And I asked the question, what's the most significant cause of problems in this person's life? And the Mm -hmm. response was something that happened in a past life that is still reverberating within you. And this is mainly, I should say that one of the main guides that I work with is Tehuti uh, of the, I'm I'm sure most of your listeners know, um, of the ancient Egyptian, the Kemetic system. So he's the god of wisdom. And um, he's been the one, and that's how I um, came to discover that my true name was Sushat, because uh, Sushat is is the goddess of wisdom, and she's very similar to Tehuti. So after years of working with Tehuti, he just said, you know, you are Sushat, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And really, and, and, uh, you know, I used to joke with him and say, well, if I'm Sushat, then how come I have the flu, you know, or, you know, my human issues. And and he says you he says that's because you refuse to realize that you are Sushat <laughs> and fully <laughs> fully walk as a goddess, you know. When he says anytime right. you want to wake up fully, it'll be on, you know. So um so so Tehuti is the one when I is one of the main guides that I would put that question to about uh, an obstacle in someone's life. And so the answer would be, um, you are immortal, and and so you have been here before, and whatever you have done impacts who you are now. You now are the composite of all the things that you have done in the past. Even how you manifest physically is a manifestation of what you have done in the past. And um, so so inevitably, and, and I used to be, and still am, you know, shocked at some of the scenes that will emerge with obstacles because, you know, if you think about it, what's the most significant obstacle? It was probably something pretty bad. In a Absolutely. Past life, you know, you, you know, yeah. Doctor uh, Sushad, I just wanted to say when you were talking and you, I just want to make sure everyone's clear when I when I listen to you and you say, a lot of our obstacles are going back. You know, and how you say you're placed in this scene. I think that most people want to say, "Oh, it just happened this this year," or when I was mm-hmm. two, that's mm-hmm. when it happened. They don't understand that, as you said, that our lives, 
um, extends so much further back. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I know. Yes, I probably I named different places that I I quickly said medieval Europe, but or but I should clarify. Yes, it could be ancient Egypt. It could be, um, you know, during World War Two. In fact, one that I wanted to share today took place during one of the world wars. So these are definitely not this incarnation, but times before. Mm-hmm. Um, and and sometimes I will get even information about the future. I've shared with several people things that they will invent that do not presently exist in this realm. So it's you know, and that that gets into a whole thing about time not being linear, which is which is a, another profound mm-hmm. teaching. But um, so I'll share one which will really help people to to experience more deeply how it happens. So this one young woman, she came to me and she has, um, I don't necessarily focus on physical ailments, but I can certainly, I can certainly um, reveal the, the spiritual underpinnings of imbalances and sometimes, yes, they disappear. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's pretty much anything, emotional, physical, misfortune, you know, all kinds of things. So this woman had hypothyroid and other things, and so she really wanted to know what was the metaphysical reason for this. And um, when we were talking, she was saying she she has Hashimoto's uh, syndrome, it's called, where Mm -hmm. your immune system attacks the thyroid. And we were just talking a bit beforehand, and she was talking about um, a, a very tumultuous relationship that she had with her mother who seemed to enjoy her suffering, you know. And um and then she said something about um I, I and I found myself thinking, hmm, so your immune system is attacking your thyroid. I said the part of you that a part of your body that is supposed to be protecting you is attacking you. And we both looked at each other and we were just like, Oh my God, it's your mother. <laughs> the energy of your mother manifests in your body, you know? And then mm-hmm. then boom Everything started. I started to see things, and I saw a little girl, and I saw a woman being cruel, and um, and then I saw the mother transformed into this kind of furry creature, Sasquatch-looking creature, and it was actually Chewbacca from Star Wars. Sometimes images will emerge, you know, just metaphors that speak to you, you know. And he had bullets across the chest and, you know, just like in Star Wars. And then I found myself, and that that will be explained in a moment, then I found myself on a battlefield during one of the world wars. And um, these two men were in a brutal battle. And I could feel that one of them was her mother and one of them was her. You can just, even though they look totally different, energetically you're told who they are. And they were, and basically they had been separated from everyone else. They had, you know, disarmed each other, to, and they were literally hand-to-hand combat, just brutally hand-to-hand trying to kill each other. Mm. And finally the woman who uh, was the, the woman, the client of mine, picks up this rock and just smashes the other guy's face and kills him. And I understood that in that moment, the two of them, disarmed, separated from everyone else, just fighting till they were exhausted, they were supposed to, in that moment, look at each other and realize that they were strangers and had no beef. <laughs> no, there was no reason, you know. They, the, it was insane what they were doing. 
And I, in that moment, even thought that was, I thought, really, are people supposed to, were they really expected to have that, they're trained soldiers, you know, were they really supposed to have that revelation? And Tehuti said, absolutely, you know. Mm. So, you know, things are asked of us, things that we are given opportunities to change, to do the right thing. And if we, if we choose to be brutes, you know, we reap what we sow, you know. Absolutely. So, so, and that was just part of it, actually. So, so she killed her mother in that lifetime, and then right after that teaching was passed on to me, I'm taken into the woods. This was somewhat unique that, it, that the question was answered in two lifetimes, and I see this big bear and this five-year-old boy, and the five-year-old boy has gotten lost in the woods. That is my client. The bear is her mother. And the bear looks at the little boy and recognizes his soul and says, I got you now. And the, and so this is this mother is still enraged at having been killed. And, and she brutally kills the little boy. And, um, and I was basically told that they have come back together again. And believe it or not, the mother is still still angry. And in this lifetime, the mother is supposed to be transcending that and somehow having this, supposed to recognize this is her daughter and she needs to figure out why she hates her so much and not behave like a barbarian, you know. And the and the daughter's lesson, this is who I was working with, her lesson was to see that that she really is not to blame for her mother still harboring so much anger. And she needs to not take in all you know, of this contempt. Yeah. Yeah. You know that that really just opens up a lot. I mean, I'm listening to you tell the um, share the readings, and I think that so often um, people are not aware of of that rudeness of that. <laughs> I want to tell you right now, somebody just texted me and said she killed her mother. What kind of stuff is that? But yeah. at that time, we yeah. have to remember that these were not always the relationships that we had, but that we actually were connected. Uh, Dr. Sashat, right. I want to take a moment of break for a moment, and I want to bring in my co-host, um, which is Brother Guru. Mm-hmm. He's going to be here, and uh, I, that's a nickname I've given him, and that works for him. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> So I'm going to bring him, bring him in today and uh, ensure that he's a part of the conversation on today. And uh, then we're going to take a few commercial breaks, and we'll be right back. Brother Guru, are you there? Yes, indeed. Uh, Can you hear me? Yes. Blessings and peace abound, surround, and emanate from you. Greetings. Greetings, Brother Guru. (laughs) Hello. Excellent show. I'm really enjoying your topic. Thank you. Yes, okay, so I am going to take a commercial break, everyone. We'll be right back here on Moments of Conversation. Author Marion Afford has written two powerful and thought-provoking books, Not to My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, and Seeking Escape, A Conversational Journey to Your True Reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. These books are available everywhere books are sold, 
including Amazon.com and MarianaFourSpeaks.com. You can also join Marianna Four for moments of conversation on Blog Talk Radio, Tuesday and Thursday mornings, 10.30 a.m. Central, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Marianna Four, Not My Reality and Seeking Escape. Two books that you don't want to let miss out on your next book club or book conversation. Life and Spiritual Coach, Minister, Author, and Inspirational Speaker. These are just a few titles used to describe Marion Ifua. But her name says it all. She is an innovator and bringer of change. If you desire to change for the better, contact Marion Ifua at 480-269-1038. 480-269-1038. Or by visiting ifuaspeaks.com. E-F-U-A-Speaks.com. Marion Ifua. Change for today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. All right, we are back here on Moments of Conversation, and this morning I am joined by Dr. Tashat, who is a psychotherapist and someone who runs the Saku Healing Arts Center out of New York City. She's going to be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Saturday, March 23rd at the Timbuktu. And we are having a conversation, and she's sharing with us some of the readings she's done that address ancestral healing and recognizing where the beginnings, am I right, Dr. Sushat, the beginnings of some of our obstacles we presently experience. Yeah, and you know what, I want to quickly give a phone number because I know sometimes I'm listening to things and I'm like, oh, my God, i got to go, but I want to get the information. And Absolutely, so I want that's to, my next thing. Yeah, so, um, and so with this number, people can get information about um, the event in Milwaukee on Saturday, and if, uh, if you happen to have folks on the East Coast, um, they can get information about my healing center, and and readings can be done in Milwaukee this weekend, but also... Um, in New York anytime and also by phone anytime. They can be done remotely because obviously what I'm seeing didn't take place in the room where that woman was, you know, so she could have mm-hmm. been by phone and we could have really done pretty much the same work. So so my number in New York is 718-773-3338. That's 718-773-3338. Three 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 eight, and the website is saku www dot saku s a k h u s a k h u dot com. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much. Excellent. Yeah, and I want to remind everyone. You know, you can just uh, call the numbers to get in. I'm going to be there. There is a cost. <laughs> there is a cost. Yeah, I am really moving that day, but I'm going to get in just to make sure I'm present. Um, so. There's going to be a lecture, there's going to be the book available and a book finding and reception. So there is a cost, um, as you know, this is what we do. We, we don't walk around. We want to embrace that, which, we, which enhances our life. We want to be able to maximize and contribute back to that resource to keep it going. 
Um, so definitely come out on Saturday and support her. And if you're in the New York area, please go and figure out how you can get a part of the of become part of the healing center. I had the opportunity to kind of do a little more research on her and have a conversation, as I said. And as you can tell, she's illuminating. She's in, inviting and allows you a lot to come into her life. Um, go ahead, Dr. Shashat. Uh, Brother Guru, you know how to do it. Jump in whenever you can. I'm I'm transitioning into a um, another role, but we're going to keep talking. How about yeah, you that? Know, I wanted to also jump in because I realized um, – you know, since our time was short and it took uh, it took quite a while to kind of lay out that particular healing I was sharing, and um, it was it's kind of a it's a troubled, somewhat dark <laughs> healing. So I wanted to I wanted to give a quick one that re- that talks about the soul's Thank mission you. and to explain that. So the one I described was to remove obstacles, and so it takes you to a darker chapter in your history of your life stream. And so in that case, you know, she you know, she got clarity as to how her body was what her body was turning against itself because of the contempt she was absorbing. So that's a you know, that was a painful thing, but it it helped her to clear that and now she can liberate herself from that relationship uh from and that imbalance and, and, and thus heal her thyroid. And as I said, I've definitely had people take these um these this wisdom to heart and 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 free themselves of different physical conditions and relationship things and you know so on as far as revealing the soul's mission i wanted to just quickly share one where this was actually a friend of mine who was having difficulty with her womb and um and so it was really an obstacle clearing but what was revealed was that you know, so I was asking what what's the source of this problem with these problems with her womb, all these fibroids, and um, I found myself in a a shrine in ancient India, and uh, it was uh, these beautiful pools shaped like lotus flowers carved into a marble floor, filled with just a little bit of water and rose petals, and basically the the there there were a lines of men behind each of these flowers so it was a tantric shrine and um but it was really for spiritual healing and and basically the man would step inside the pool sit in lotus and the woman would mount him and pull all of the impurities out of him and she was highly evolved and so when his impurities would enter her they would just dissolve and i and actually i found that i was in the shrine and so was she. We were both tantric healers in, in ancient India. So it, it it answered the question of, and it turned out that the her her um, condition with her uterus was caused by the fact that she wasn't really living out her her tantric. She still has that tantric healer energy within her, and she's you know exploring her sexuality and doing all this stuff, but not in a spiritually minded way. And so. We we really discovered, you know, that that if she if she acts in accordance with her her high divine spirituality, it will heal her womb, you know, and help her come into her divine feminine identity. And so that's know, the I kind think, of information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that now that right there. I mean, you've said so much just in sharing that. I mean, if I just listening, I know I could apply that to so many people. And we talk about the power of the feminine energy and understanding that there is, if there is no balance, how you will be so discontent and how you will not be able to manifest and 
fully complete your assignment mm-hmm. um, yeah. that you've been given here in this realm. So, um, Brother Guru, did you want to say add anything to that? I saw you kind of, hmm, hmm, I heard you. <laughs> mm, yes, indeed, yes. It's, uh, it's very interesting that um, she's able to go back like that and, and see those imageries because, um, you know, a lot of people today don't really believe in um, uh, previous lives or whatever, but, you know, how can old people look at a newborn and say that that baby has an old soul? Mm, you know, absolutely. I, I, I think that mm. is definitely very interesting in those deja vu moments. Yeah, Thank so um, with with that uh, knowing or seeing, uh, you also suggest uh, what that individual can basically do, like in that situation you just gave. Uh, what did you What did you uh, recommend or suggest to her? Today? Yes, absolutely. I pr- I appreciate that question because I think that's what um, that's what people need to understand. It's it's not just a walk down memory lane. <laughs> it is really to transform. And so, so yes, she was advised to get some way speeds for herself and um, and and get to know about the different goddesses associated with sensuality and create an altar to the divine feminine and just many, many, maybe study belly dance, you know, all of these different things to enhance her divine feminine. And, and you know, none of this none of this was alien to her. I mean, she dresses in a very sensual way, and, you know, she's she is very feminine. She really has a power. You know, it was not a surprise to find this, but she was a, not applying it correctly and uh so now she's much more mindful of having to connect to her and she was tr- she was on a spiritual journey but she wasn't connecting it to her sexuality and thus the womb was suffering so now she's really working hard to integrate the two and and it's helping her you know it's helping her cuz when you're when you have that powerful energy and it's misdirected it hurts you in many areas of your life you know so thank you for that question yeah, definitely. I, I I know when um, people come to you for guidance and assistance, you know, given that understanding, definitely it is um, a lot of um, powerful information. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. when they're clear enough, it'll help them to remember. But, mm-hmm. you know, that antidote is definitely a necessity. Yes. You know? And I also should say that I didn't actually go into this. I never deliberately said I would like to see a person's past life that w- I never actually tried to do that but because I'm open when I would ask let me let me see this person's higher self their purpose or why does this person have obstacles that's what I was shown and it it was a learning process for me to see that not only do we have past lives but but we still are living out the energetic um, imprints of those lives and we still the other thing is we still are those people i think that's when you understand that there is no linear time that's a whole nother discussion but the, the quick lesson is to say whatever happened in the the reason i can journey to the past is because it isn't the past it exists right now somewhere else so I'm just going to where the so-called past exists and i'm seeing it i'm seeing it happening now you know, so that so she still is a tantric healer. That energy is in her; it's alive in her now. So learning about past lives teaches us about time and teaches us 
many deeper levels of who we are and then it it allows much more profound healing because when you if you only see yourself in one incarnation it's a very small piece of you <laughs> so this the healing across is that's why I call the book healing across dimensions because you know we want to heal many parts of ourselves you know many layers of ourselves yes, indeed <coughs> yes. Well, I hope people will come out, you know, and uh, and I hope that we have a few people who are on the East Coast. But as I said, wherever in the world you are listening, you are welcome to call and and get a healing. And um, because we can, we are not doing this here. We're doing this. This this goes across dimensions. So I can talk to you over the phone, and we can we can see, you know, the many layers of you. Yes, could you um give that phone number again and do you have a website? Sure, sure. So the phone number again is 718-773-3338. 718-773-3338 and the website is www.saku.com. S A K H U.com. S A K H U. And this weekend, um, as we said, Saturday, if people want to come out to Timbuktu in Milwaukee, 5.30 p.m., it would be great to see people live. And, and I'll be, you know, signing the book and, and doing readings throughout the weekend. And what's the address of that location? Do you have that? Um, I don't actually. Do you have that, Marion? Yeah, I guess people should definitely call this num call the number that I gave to get that address because... Um, I don't have that on hand. I'm a New Yorker, <laughs> but, but I'm sure people can just call information for Milwaukee, Timbuktu. Yeah, the address for Timbuktu is going to be 520 East Center Street. Oh. And, again, that's in Milwaukee, and that's on the uh, Upper East Side of Milwaukee. So it's Timbuktu, and, again, it's at 530 Saturday, March 23rd. Come on out, doctor, uh, to hear Dr. Tushat in person. Have an opportunity to get a reading. Schedule the time. Remember, if you don't invest in yourself, how do you convince others to invest in you? So you want to be able to be into reciprocity of sharing of, of of good currency, and that currency has to be first with your intention for there to be wealth and prosperity, abundance, and magnification of the divine energy on a regular basis surrounding in you and thus creating more of it. Dr. Shashad, I want to thank you again for taking the time out. I can't wait till Saturday. Oh, thank you so much, Marion. And you have such a powerful and wonderful energy. It was wonderful to, to share you know, on your show. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And so it is. Okay. Thank you. I'm honored. So we know you gotta get you gotta get going so we can get you yes. here to Milwaukee. So yes. I'm excited. Yes. And this event is being presented by Astrology Enlightenment, who's going to, who's also celebrating uh, National Women's History Month, as we are here on Moments of Conversation. So again, Dr. Sashat, who is a psychotherapist, she is the founder of the Saku Healing and Arts Center in New York. Her yes. book is called Healing Across Dimensions: Transformation Through Spirit. Can they get the book at your website, Dr. Sashat? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. So they can go directly I'll, to the website, but I'd love for anyone to call me as well. I love to talk to people. <laughs> Excellent. And, and it's posted on my show page, and it's also in your email if you are following me, which you should be doing. So push 
the follow button or follow me on Facebook at Moments of Conversation with Mary Ford. Thank you again, Dr. Shishat. Yes, Continued peace you. and blessings abound. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. It was day. a joy to talk to you. Stay yes, blessed. Brother Guru. Okay, you take care. All right, we are going to tra- thank you, blessing. We are going to transition, y'all. We got another guest waiting in queue. Dr. Guru will be taking over pretty much, uh, sharing this first couple of minutes. We're going to have a guest. Her name is Elizabeth Hurley. She is an author, a writer, a poet. She's an accomplished graphic artist. And I met her through a local poetry set in my hometown years ago, and we keep connecting. And I said I have to have her on the show. She has such powerful words. And after all, we are celebrating and honoring the feminine divine energy. So with that, I am going to take a quick break. We're going to play our favorite song. You know the song that I'm always playing that I'm really just in my head all the time. Yes, yeah, still in gruff version, but I want you to listen to the, and the words are more important than actually how it sounds. So without further ado, this song is called Higher Heights, sang and written by none other than Marion Afford. We'll be right back. Live your life. 
right? And so I would love to have her to share a little bit about her her style of poetry, you know, mm-hmm. who, who her mentors were, that type of thing. So if we could get you to talk about a little bit about, I know you said that your that your poetry was part of your processes, processes of identifying who you are and beginning to like yourself again, but if you could share with us just a little bit. Um, yeah, no problem. My actually, I I I fell into the to the to the mecca uh, open mic scene by Dasha Kelly and that darling Nikki and Dan Vaughn and other celestial poets. And I before I used to write before, but it's kind of whining and grumbling and ranting. But they turned it, helped me refine it, turned it into poem people want to actually listen to. Mm. That that is a blessing. And I'm currently attending a set by a local comedian and wonderful poet named Spitfire Shine. And and she's and she's giving she's giving me the confidence to get up there and becoming a better performer. And and another person actually helping my writing. I'm taking a more formal writing class right now, so I learn learn the classroom stuff, and I'm getting better on that front also. Oh, see, what um, what are my influences? I just, I'm a compulsive reader. I've read and I've read and I've read. And I read out the library and I read out the second-hand stores. So I eventually learned out what what was good and what wasn't good. Then I had something to say, then I said it. It's sort of of like channeling. I I, Okay. Okay, Brother Koo. It's sort of like, like channel poems, I kind of... Some I meditative state and I receive poems, which I think is nice. I learn meditation during hard times. Mm. It was a gift to get to just get me through. Awesome. And on a good day, it's a gift, and and on a bad day, it is something to work with and make better. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, I know that meditation definitely clears a lot of energy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so sometimes when you are uh, reciting your poems, do they still take you into meditation while you're reciting them? Or into that you know, particular place? I, I, I do understand where you... I have my, my my performance skills are just getting good enough. People want to listen to me, really. I, I was mostly a paper poet when I got started. But I get to the point I actually can perform. I'm not good enough quite to transport myself, but I would love to one day. Okay, yeah, but uh, what I mean by that, you said how um, you said previously about um, sometimes when you're writing or you get inspired by. Um, Particular energies, I guess, that comes your way. I forgot exactly. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I respond. I re, it's a it's a cathartic response to what's, what's around me, or a thought, mm-hmm. and I write it down. And the heavens give me the words, or the muse does. Okay, awesome. How long have you been writing again? I mean, seriously, in this level, about seven years. Okay. Before it was just journaling and school stuff. Just papers and papers and papers. The most interesting thing about this writing is actually how to write by being an art major. 
because being an art major, you learn the creative process and just to get out of the way so you can have a dialogue with your picture. So I just got out of the way, and and the words come rather than the images come, or color corrections come, or composition comes. Oh, that sounds beautiful. That sounds that sounds awesome, actually. Actually, um, do you have a few favorite pieces? Would you like to re- would you recite one, please? Oh, oh absolutely. This one it's been Women's Month. I actually have one I call Butterfly, and on a One day I would love to feel like this. It took me a long time to spin my chrysalis. has taken a lifetime to incubate from potential to possibility, then emerging as a gorgeous, free-range butterfly with spectacular wings, dazzling with a spectrum of colors from ultra-red to ultra-violet, Poems outlining color fields in gilt letters. Crystals making my wings sparkle. My gorgeous wings. Memorable in any light. My wings sparkling in motion. With my new wings, I'll fly over land and deep salt sea to remind people how far I have come and how far I will go. My wings proving that whatever doesn't kill you to sandblast the rough edges of the soul, making you more perfect, more polished, more whole than you could have imagined. Oh, my. Mm. Liz, that was awesome. Thank you, Ms. Fua. Thank you, Ms. Fua. When you, you, I just want to tell you that one, one thing and one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on and one of the values, I'm sure, that they noticed about you as you were doing your, um, the got you to the poetry slam is the power of your visualization that's found in your words of how metaphorically you speak um, through your poems and how they draw people into it. And um, and I just want to tell you, when, when you were talking about the butterfly, I just, I could, I was there with you. And I think that's the magic. And as we talk about the feminine energy and how powerful it is and how we engage in opportunities together, I want to thank you for that. Do you have another one that you can share? I cannot remember the name of the one that I've, I've read in one of your books because I know you have about, I think you still published. I, I, have, I have thousands. What was the topic, please, ma'am? Um, it was something about uh, the way the man loves you. Oh, my goodness. I oh, okay. You, oh, you yes, the, uh, 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 oh the, yes, yes, the, I'm the man, the man just sort of takes over the woman. Oh, oh, yes. I think I got it. I, I, I got the one. Is that the one where she comes back at the end and he's, like, trying to overwhelm her and then she comes back? Yes, yes, ma'am. I, I will I look I will look at my slam pile. Just, just give me a minute, please. Okay, okay. In the meantime, we're going to take a commercial break, y'all. And we are going to be right back. We're going to give um, Elizabeth Hurley. She is a Milwaukee poet, uh, slam artist. She is phenomenal. She's also a graphic writer. And we're going to have some more words from her. Brother Guru, you hold yes, me down. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Thank you. I was, I was yes. going to uh, tell her that um, that poem really, you know, took me someplace. It, that was beautiful. It really was. Yes. Uh, okay. See, uh, this is the trouble. 
triple I it's in the book which I to go over here. No, I'm sorry. We're going to we're going to go to commercial so you can take your Yeah, time we're going to take a commercial break. So we're going to play um our commercial the um we're going to talk about what I do and of course and about my book. So if Ooh, you could uh, I, I don't yeah, we're going we're going to take a little commercial break and we'll be right back. So you got a little time Liz. We'll be right back after the okay, commercial. Okay, I'm break. I'm I'm in my file now. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Author Marion Afour has written two powerful and thought-provoking books, Not to My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, and Seeking Escape, A Conversational Journey to Your True Reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. These uh, books are available everywhere for your soul. Yeah, see, I have, Amazon. I have another one. No, you can just take your time. Um, the commercial is playing right you now. You can also so you, join you know. Okay, just I, I was, I was just told one poem on blog. Well, I have, an, I have another one which is the same general thing, but a little less revised. a.m. Central, Are you allowed to be kind of graphic here? Not my reality. No, just relax. We'll be with you in a minute. Okay. Hold on, please. Thank you, sir. Miss out on your next book club or book conversation. Okay, and we're back. Uh, Ms. Hurley, can you hear me? Yes, I, I hear. This isn't quite the poem she wanted, but it's kind of related, and it's almost X-rated. Is that, that permissible with you? Almost. Of course. Or do I, do I, do I keep, it, keep it clean? No, well, you know. Hey, do you. I'm not even going to say that. And if anyone found it, I know we've heard it at some point, or said at some point, receive the highest vibration of the words. You know, we talk about the intention. The intention is to allow ourselves to be expressive and to receive that which is going to feed us. And if that causes an urge in your vibration, then, you know, that'll be all right. Go ahead, Liz. I want to hear you. Okay. Well, what, what you really wanted was house broke. When the okay. man kind of said, I, I'll break you down in a little piece and put you in the box. But this is the same man talking. Okay. I'm the man, brother. I have a woman well-trained. When I say fetch, she will fetch. When I say stay, she will stay. And on Saturday Saturday night, I will will quote the Bible, the part that says a woman 
shall attend to the needs of her husband, so she puts on something sexy. And I get the loving I crave. I tell her what I'm doing and how it feels because it feels so good. And I know she wants me to because she said yes. Enjoys it so much she she's soon asleep on her side of the bed. Yes, brother, my woman is well trained. Gives me what I need when I need it. And she loves it too. Yes, I'm the man in my house. I am the man. <laughs>
two grizzled veterans of love's unholy wars. I was content in my singleness, pleased with a peaceful life. You were walking past, singing a song softly, pleased with a life without complications. Cupid shot, smirking at our our dismay, and love filled our hearts, forcing us us to care, to experience the untidiness of disbelief and passion. Hey, Cupid, come back. We're too old to feel this way. Hey, Cupid, forget we called. Never mind. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, you been there? Oh, yes. That's beautiful. Indeed. Indeed. I'm sure we all have knowing or unknowing. You know how sometimes mm-hmm. you... Uh, Knew the situation or whatever, and sometimes you know it it passes and you don't realize. Yeah, but I tell you, your expression is um is definitely free flowing. It's definitely free flowing. Well, it's, it's a gift. I I I don't write the, I don't write it. I just get a gift, and I appreciate right. it. And it symbolizes that the way you write, because it is definitely that's free flowing. I guess uh, best ex- expresses that feeling I get from it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you would uh, share some advice to listeners on um, how they could uh, express themselves on, you know, paper. Okay, I'll, I'll get my cheat sheet. I wrote, I wrote myself a cheat sheet because I, know I knew you were going to talk to me. Hold on. Okay. Uh, I think you have to find something you're passionate about. In addition to the usual show, don't tell, just talking in images rather than just lots of words. And kiss, keep it simple. My best advice is just to write. At least you've got something to work off of and something to improve. And be committed and be around people who know what they're doing so they can mentor you and maybe go to school if you're so inclined. Just be around people know what they're doing it and get better. And keep at it. Mm-hmm. And have faith in yourself that you can. Liz, how can people contact you? I know you have a bunch of, I have I know you've written several self published books of poetry. How can people how can we follow up with you? Well I have se- several uh, several email addresses. I have e nunley n u n l e y at w i that's Wisconsin r r like Roadrunner dot com or okay. e nunley at uh, e dot nunley at gmail dot com. Okay. So, Liz, I want to thank you for coming on, and I thank you for sharing your poetry and your essence and presence with us on today because you spoke about, you came right behind Dr. Shashat and shared with us about the power of meditation, the power of, you know, allowing yourself to receive that part of you that is um, not so often recognized, accepted by other people. And I, I tell people all the time, if people see you, she is such a mild-mannered, be- very beautiful woman, 
And um, when she opens up her mouth, just as you said, Brother Guru, you feel the flow, you feel the vibrations and energy of of her words, and the, the images come to life because they are reflective. Uh, so, Liz, that's a, I'm giving you a doctor in front of your name. Oh, my goodness. Is that a hint, Liz? <laughs> oh, too much work. I'll just go to my writing class. Well, thank you both And thank you for the opportunity You're welcome Thank you again so much for joining us here On Moments of Conversation Um, And again, that was E. Lumley E. N-U-N Like Catholic Sister, L-E-Y W-I dot R-R Dot com Absolutely Or E. Dunley at gmail.com. Absolutely. And we can look forward to you. Those of you in the Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee area, you can find her at the Open Poetry Set uh, here in Milwaukee. In particular, there's one on Thursday night, and that's for another friend of mine who is a poet, and the oh. host, and that is Spitfire Thursdays. And you guys have heard her on here before. So, again, thank you again, Elizabeth, so much. I enjoyed you. I'm glad that you shared um, all that you are with us as we celebrate and honor the feminine energy and the ability for feminine energy to alter change and affect the world globally. Thanks again, Elizabeth. You can continue to listen if you'd like to. Oh, oh, I would love to continue listening. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. All right. Is that all right? Yes, uh, Elizabeth, you are definitely a joy and a blessing, and I appreciate it. Um, Thank you, Brother Guru. Keep being a blessing yourself. Thank you. Peace. Um, well, we'll find um, Empress of Four. Uh, I'm not I'm, I'm here. I'm gone. Can you hear me? Author Marion Afour has written two powerful and thought-provoking books, Not to My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, and Seeking Escape, A Conversational Journey to Your True Reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is thought-provoking books, Not My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, and Seeking Escape, A Conversational Journey to Your True Reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. These books are available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com and MarianaFourSpeaks.com. You can also join Marianna Four for moments of conversation on Blog Talk Radio Tuesday and Thursday mornings, 10:30 a.m. Central, 11:30 a.m. Eastern. Marianna Four, not my reality, and Seeking Escape. Two books that you don't want to let miss out on your next book club or book conversation.
Life and spiritual coach, minister, author, and inspirational speaker. These are just a few titles used to describe Marion Ifua. But her name says it all. She is an innovator and bringer of change. If you desire to change for the better, contact Marion Ifua at 480-269-1038. 480-269-1038. Or by visiting ifuaspeaks.com. E-F-U-A-Speaks.com. Marion Ifua. Change for today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. Okay, uh, we're back. Uh, we're going to close early today. I just wanted to thank everybody for um, sharing their time and energy with us. Are you there, Marion? Hello? Excuse me? Oh, Elizabeth, you're still on. I, I'm, I'm invisible. I'm just listening. <laughs> okay. Well, before we All close, right. um, Marion, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Sometimes, you know, you know how the mobile world is. So, but we're good. Um, we can take a few more minutes, and um, I want to remind everybody that we are here every Tuesday and Thursday morning. Every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 10:30 a.m. Central Time, 11:30 a.m. on the Eastern Time. I am so honored. I know we had a few technical difficulties as I was attempting to uh, wrap up the program and play commercials and get us up out of here for today. But, again, I thank everyone for joining us. Dr. Shashat will be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at Timbuktu at 5.30 p.m. on uh, Saturday afternoon. And if you want to join us, please join us. I'm going to be in Milwaukee, too. If you want to come out and meet me and, and find out more about me, you can do that as well. Elizabeth Hurley is a Milwaukee poet. We thank her again for coming and sharing and honoring us with her words. And, of course, Brother Guru. Yes, sir, Bruce. I love, I love you, and thank you for being my co-host on today. I'm working him more because I told him he's too quiet for me. I need his presence and energy all the time. So we're going to keep working him and, and sending our love and affection to him as he continues to uh, to join us here on Moments of Conversation. So thank you all for come, tuning in today. And I want to remind you that when things begin to cloud your way, make you feel that you just can't do it anymore, stop, take a deep breath, and know that it's not the end of the road. Know that there is so much more that is awaiting you and say that is not my reality and go forward and towards all the greatness that is within you and surrounding you. Until next time, continue peace and blessings. And looking forward to our next time for Moments in Conversation. Enjoy your day. Peace and love. Thank you.